Hi, this is Julie Ruska, CEO of Powerful Leaders and a certified high-performance coach. You're listening to Cut to the Chase. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cut to the Chase. This is your host, Gregory Proctor. Episode 44. Today, we're going to be talking about hitting the wall. Wow. Everybody's like, oh, my God, hitting the wall. <laughs> I mean, what, where, where did that topic come from? So let's let's kind of give a little bit of a backstory here. So hitting the wall in endurance sports, such as cycling, running, you know, any type of conditioning, you know, fatigue is known as hitting the wall. It's it's a loss of energy. It's caused by, you know, depletion of the or glycerides stored in the liver and the muscle. And then obviously you just you just find this this overall inability of being able to move. And that happens in sports. But what kind of transcends when hitting the wall happens in life? You know, the same kind of things happen. You know, you have the emotional reactions. You're missing the deadlines. You're angry. You're frustrated. All of these things become with a a deepened emotional draw on your body, on your spirit, and basically on your overall psyche as to to you saying, well, my God, am I going to ever be able to move beyond this? And so today I've got a special guest she is such a bright, vibrant joy of sunshine when she walks into the room. And people go, Greg, well, how do you know that? Well, let me just explain. I have seen her videos. I've seen what she's doing out there. I've seen her as, as an influential leader with regards to just being an influencer out there on some of the social media. And I'll tell you, it's outstanding, people. It is totally outstanding. We're going to talk a little bit about her backstory. We're going to talk a little bit about hitting the wall. We're going to have fun in this podcast because certainly I think we can all relate to some of the content and material we're going to talk about today. And so let me introduce our special guest. As she stated, she's the CEO of Powerful Leaders and a certified high-performance coach. In 2010, she had an awakening. She realized she had been sleepwalking through her life following a path that was not her own. And for a moment, she began to recreate her life. In 2013, her challenges and journeys led her to high power yoga, where she found empowerment and inspiration. Feeling compelled to share her love for yoga with others, she completed a YRT 200-hour training in 2015 and her YRT 300-hour training in 2016 and she left her salary position job to become a full-time yoga instructor where merely that was kind of almost like a band-aid for people that were rudely challenged she found that teaching yoga and awakening the, the empowerment and inspiring her students was providing not only fulfillment for her but set her on her charter for her lifelong journey. She has been basically a creator, a visionary. She holds a Bachelor's of Arts from the University of Iowa and a Master's of Arts from the University of Phoenix. Overall, to our listeners, she's a special specialist in guiding people to create life they love by developing a high-performance habits 
in the areas of career, relationship, emotions, and health. So they have more time to create the life that they love. And so I'm going to turn it over to her and give her an opportunity to share a couple of remarks with our audience. Thank you so much for having me, Gregory. It's an honor to be part of Cut to the Chase podcast. Um, Yeah, so thank you for that introduction. After I got into teaching power yoga, I did realize it was just a band-aid for the root issues of stress, anxiety, burnout, all of the things that people face more often than we realize. And so I I kind of dive into those areas and that's how I became a certified high performance coach. It was really looking at how do I help people identify what's missing in their life, what's holding them back? And from there, how do we take them to the next level of potential and possibility? And so when you talk about hitting a wall, I mean, we all have those experiences in life that are unexpected, where life is kind of going along, we're in our flow, things feel good, we're pretty comfortable, and then boom, financial stress, divorce, job change, COVID-19, whatever it is, something kind of hits us in the face, and we become knocked down, we're stuck, we look around and we're like, now what, what's next? And that's what we're gonna talk about today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, spot on. So, so I'm gonna kind of open up with a few questions here as we as we cut to the chase. One of the things is, you think you have it all, and then suddenly, as, as you stated, one day you don't. You think you have the best in front of you, and then suddenly your road, presumably, there's no detour, and then suddenly you hit a wall. It can be discouraging, you know? It's a best laid plan going awkward that the wall, in some cases, you may or may not bounce back from. And so my first question to you there, Judy, is in 2010, when you had this awakening, what were the signs that helped you begin to kind of say, I need to wake up in life and get myself together and be able to put myself on the right path? Wow, that's a great question, Gregory. You know, it's so interesting. What happened with me is that I married very young. I was raised in a conservative family where it was kind of expected that you get married, you have kids, you quit your job, you raise your kids. Very traditional. Um, And there's nothing wrong with that path. But for me, I started to lose my identity. I had quit my job as a teacher to raise my kids. And as I started to get ready to re-enter the workforce, I went out to Colorado Springs, Colorado for a brain-based gender differences conference. And when I was there, people were calling me by my name. I wasn't just Ethan, Sydney, or Aaron's mom. I wasn't my former husband's wife. I was just me. And people Mm -hmm. were interested in what I had to say. And I felt alive again. And it, it was like hitting a wall in the worst sense because when you realize that, it's exciting. You wake up and you realize that you have this power to change your life, but you also hit the wall of what have I been doing? And for me, I realized that for over a decade, I'd virtually been sleepwalking through my life, going through the motions one step after the next, kind of in a trance, like a hamster on a wheel. You're moving, but you're not really getting anywhere. 
And so what I had to do is I had to pause and I had to reset. And for me, what I found from that point on, anytime I hit a wall, I go through the same process. I pause, I reset, I get clear on who I am and what my purpose is. And then it's about, you know, mustering up that courage. And, and then once you get the courage to take that next best step for your life, you really have to be committed to it. And that's what, you know, I kind of want to talk to you about today with hitting a wall. It's the same process, regardless of whether you realize you've been missing a decade of your life or you just found out the other day that you're going to lose your job in two weeks. You know, whatever happens, we all hit those walls and there's a process to get you through it because walls aren't meant to hold you in. They're meant to be walked through, climbed over, moved past. There's an opportunity every time you hit a wall to re-envision a better future. Right, right, right. Very, very well stated. Very well stated. And and as we move from like 2010 into like 2013, where you were looking at, okay, now I'm starting to feel myself again. And I'm starting to feel whole because people are acknowledging me for who I am. Like you said, they're not referencing you as being someone's mom or someone's significant other. They're looking at you. And so in 2013, you were still continuing this journey. And that journey led you into yoga. So walk us through how you became so inspired by by yoga and its teachings and practices and, and the meditation aspect of it. Um, yes, absolutely. So for me, what happened is I realized I needed to change my life, but I didn't know what to do. So at that time, I had never even heard of coaches, life coaches, high performance coaches, any coaches. So unfortunately, I made a lot of mistakes. I didn't really know what to do. I just knew I needed to change. And so I started kind of testing things out. And I had been exposed to yoga in the past when I had gone through a really stressful time. So I felt like that would help me reset and gain clarity. And as I got into power yoga, which a friend introduced me to, I realized that I felt stronger physically. And when I felt stronger physically, then that affected my whole mental state. And so that's why I was like, oh my gosh, this is the answer, right? Like when you're not clear and you find one thing that works, you kind of go all in. And so I went all in. I'm like, I have to change the world with yoga. It has been placed on my heart. And I went through all the teacher trainings. And as I started to teach yoga, I realized this is a great tool but there are many tools. And if I'm really gonna help people transform their lives, I need to offer them more than one tool to do that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wow, very, very good, very good. Okay, so so as I'm hearing you and, and listening to the story, it sounds like, you know, like you said, you, you, you hit this wall, you realize that, hey, just through people acknowledging who you are, you start to realize that your story isn't over. And then you, you, you found this 
this in-depth amount of energy and inspiration to be able to to kind of push yourself forward and basically begin to find that new chapter. It, it wasn't like the wall was stopping you, but it was really a new beginning. And so as you started to discover that, did you find that you began to drive some resiliency inside of you? I mean, what were some of the tools and the ability and power that you were able to channel within yourself that you could share with our listeners that were that were captivated inside you that were able to to kind of push you forward? What, what were some of those things that you utilized to, to move you forward in the right direction? Yeah, great question. So resiliency is obviously one of them. The belief that there is a better way, that there is light at the end of the tunnel or a silver lining in every cloud. And for me, what I found is and, and I've hit subsequent walls since then, I always go through this process of pausing. Okay, you hit a wall. Why is this wall here? And so I begin with clarity every time because I believe clarity is the foundation of a strong path forward. And so with clarity, it's who am I and how do I want to show up in the world? And then why am I here? What's the purpose of my life? And that can seem really abstract for people, but it doesn't have to be. You can really look at three questions. Who am I? How do I want to show up in the world? And what do I want to create in the world? Mm-hmm. And, and as you start to play with that, for me, it was, I hit a wall. And then I went in the direction of yoga. And when I was there, I'm like, you keep gaining clarity you know it's not just a one-time only thing you don't just ask these questions and then go in that direction the whole time for me as i got into teaching yoga i was like this is good but it's not my purpose right Right. and so it's it's a constant honing in and releasing of things And, and always coming to I developed this framework called the next framework, which is new information, engage in life again, cross out what no longer serves you, and trajectory, which is re-envision your trajectory, your path forward. And so with that, based on what you're learning as you're gaining clarity, what information have you learned that you can use to guide you to the next level? And then, you know, the choice, you talked about resiliency. It's a choice to get up each and every day. And how are you going to show up in the world? Like you decide your attitude. You're responsible for the energy you carry into each and every place. So you make that choice. And for me, it was looking at my children. They're my biggest why. I have three children and I have to get up each and every day and make sure that I'm providing for them, not only in a financial sense, but also in an emotional sense of support and love. And so when you are connected with that purpose, that why, you are willing to go through whatever you need to go through. And this is what happens with people, especially when they lose a job or they have an unexpected illness. It's like sometimes you do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do. So if you lose your job, maybe it's going to take two or three years to find your dream job again. You have to take the job that you need to take to make ends meet. And so sometimes it involves being humble. And um, 
putting your head down and working hard and being disciplined to make things happen. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you've touched on a lot of great points because overall to add a little bit of, of, of kind of, I would say contrast to, uh, to what you just stated, you know, the point of you indicating just show up because you, you have to basically show up in order to ignite the fire inside of yourself or have somebody be able to plant the seed inside of you to be able to, to get you moving in the right direction. And I'm going to share with everybody, not only the listeners, but but you too, Judy. I read this story about uh, Emmett Smith, who was a, a famous uh, running back for the Dallas Cowboys. And, My favorites. Uh, and, 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 and basically, Emmett Smith, you know, contacted Michael Jordan. And Emmett said to Michael Jordan, I'd like to meet with you for business. And Michael said, sure, set up, set up a time, set up a place, and, and we'll meet. And so at the end of the discussion... Emmett asked Michael, because Michael was very successful back then, why have we never met before? And Michael's response was, you never asked. And so sometimes hitting the wall is just as simple as putting yourself in the right place at the right time and being able to show up to ignite the fire. And obviously that fire is with inside your soul. It's how you harness that energy to be able to move forward. In a lot of cases, people say, well, Greg, you're absolutely crazy. I mean, a lot of people have been contacting me because of this this five-day, 15-recording podcast. They're like, <laughs> are you going to get any sleep, Greg? And I said, well, look, I don't plan on hitting the wall. I'm going to do whatever it takes because it's a mission. It's a journey. You know, we, 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 we have to strive for the moon or the stars. And if we come up short or whatever the case may be, you know, we've put forth our best effort. In a lot of cases for me, to be honest with not only our special guests, but also our listeners, is being told no. Because being told no sometimes to me is almost like hitting a wall because mm-hmm. people don't believe in your capability. They don't believe in your wherewithal to be able to persevere, to overcome the wall, to be able to be successful. And certainly, you know, I just wanted to share that story because I think that leads into my next question, which is, you created a pathway for yourself. And let's talk about that pathway a little bit. So you you left when when your divorce was final, you you and your kids moved out, you 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 did some discovery, you became a yoga instructor. So at what point in time were you able to convert from being a yoga teacher and bringing in coaching? So how did that transformation occur? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. When you're recreating your life, it's really important. You have to, you come with these walls and the no's, like you said, and you have to be willing to confront your fears. This is where a lot of people get stuck. You have to realize that they're there, acknowledge them, confront them, and make a choice to move forward one courageous step at a time. So what happened for me is I decided to start my own company, Awakened Life Yoga. And in Awakened Life Yoga, I realized very early on, I have no business background. I have no idea how to work from home. You know, I was going and teaching yoga, but to run a yoga business and and do special events and retreats, you have to have some business sense. And so that's when I had already heard of this man called Brendan Burchard. 
I found this quote during this transitional time in my life that said, it must be our main aim in life to rekindle the magic. And when I heard that, I was like, I need to figure out who this man is. He's brilliant. I researched him. I got his book that that quote came from, The Motivation Manifesto. And when I got that, he enrolled me in one of those lovely email campaigns, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where yep, you get yep. all the emails. And in that, he, he talked about this online course he had called High Performance Academy. And I'm like, well, that's what I need. I need strategies to be a high performer in this business I'm running. Mm-hmm. And so I enrolled in the course. I took the course. And during it, I'm like, this is brilliant. I need to share this with my yoga clients, right? Because my goal is to awaken people to the present moment empower them to be the best versions of themselves, and then inspire them to go out there and empower and inspire other people to have this movement, this ripple effect. And so I'm like, I've got to empower them with this. And part of the course, you got this online ticket to High Performance Academy, which pre-COVID you could go, you know, to these seminars with two, 3,000 people. So I went there and he started talking about, if you love this, you can teach it. And I was like, ah, that's what I need to do. I, that's what I want to do. That's what I'm trying to do. But there's an actual certification. And for me, that's huge. So I went through the certification process to become a certified high performance coach. And the reason that's so significant to me is because there are a lot of people out there that claim they're coaches. They have some life experience and they get out there and they coach, but they don't really have a plan for you. Right. And for me, I don't want to leave my life up to chance. With certified high performance coaching, there's a curriculum that we take our clients through and it's so powerful. It's research-based with over 15 to 20 years of research in 150 countries. There is data to support the progress that it makes. So that's how I got to where I was as a certified high performance coach. Mm -hmm. Um, I added that in with my yoga because I liked the balance. And up until COVID, talk about hitting a wall, I still was teaching yoga and coaching. I was doing, you know, part-time teaching yoga, part-time coaching. My life was very balanced. And then COVID hit and boom, seven days of teaching yoga were all gone. And, and I, right away, the very last class I taught in a studio, I drove home that night. I'm like, you are no longer a yoga instructor. You're a full-time coach. It was always my plan to do that, but it was a long-term plan, like four or five years out. And I pivoted right then and there. It's like, I, I saw the wall and I just went right over it. And I was able to do that because I have the clarity, the courage, the commitment, the vision out there because of the resilience that I have gotten by going through all of the things that I've gone through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, wow. So yeah, it was at the beginning of COVID that I switched completely and I recreated a new LLC called Powerful Leaders. I was doing Awaken Life Yoga and Awaken Life Coaching, but it was a little soft for what high performance is. And I feel like Powerful Leaders is such a stronger way to come across because that's really what I'm doing. I am helping people become the best versions of themselves, powerful leaders out in the world, empowering and inspiring other people. 
Wow. Well, quite, quite impressive. Quite impressive. So, uh, you know, I was just sitting here listening to you and I'm thinking like, man, you know, I, 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 I think if I'd have been in the car with you, I probably would have been wanting to take a deep breath to figure out, <laughs> is this really happening? But, but like you said, when COVID hit, you know, I think everybody, you know, that was in the right frame of mind based on, you know, their current situation had to figure out, you know, well, how do I move forward, you know, without without allowing the wall to stand in their way. And so at that moment in time, when you were taking a deep breath mm-hmm. and you're trying to figure out the importance of what's next, how important was it for you also to make time for self-care? Because self-care as a part of what you said, you know, with yoga and various, various things, is also embodying relaxation, refocus, breathing, you know, trying to allow for the negative energy to leave, you know, your your presence. So walk us through some of that because I know it was a trying time for you. And like you like we talked about in our introductory call, you're having to find now since you're in some of the same situations as as things that are going on in the world you're having to use these teachings and principles literally on yourself to kind of keep yourself, <laughs> yeah. you know, in, in a, in, in, in a, in a sane mind. So walk us through, um, you know, what was that like when you, when you had to take that, that deep breath at that moment in time and, and, and really refocus that, that, uh, that, that perception, that energy. Yeah. yeah. You know, what was interesting this time around in the past, I would pause, I would reset, I would do the self-care I needed to do until I felt powerful and strong enough to begin again. And that's the process I encourage everyone to go through. You hit a wall, it knocks you down. Allow yourself to feel that, don't suppress it. It is what it is, whatever you're feeling is valid and important, and then reset, do what you need to do. It can be as simple as taking a walk outside or a bath at night, or it can be as in-depth as taking a few weeks off, you know, just to relax and get a little more energy to get the clarity and the courage and recommit to your path forward. What was so exciting for me on that drive home is I was past all that. I didn't do any of that. Because this process is so ingrained in me of you hit a wall, you go, you, you move past it, that for the first time in my life, I didn't even get knocked down by it. I hit the wall, it hit me in the face, definitely, but it was instant. That mindset of, okay, here's the wall, now what? And what it is for me is, Here's the situation. Get really clear on where we are. For me, with COVID-19, I didn't think it was temporary. I was like, this is forever shifting our lives. And so to have that resilience in me and that belief that you can pivot and adapt and you're responsible for the life you create, regardless of what's happening around you, that was huge. So it was like instant clarity for me and the reason it was is because these have become habits for me now. Right, right. So since we're almost out of time and I got so many more questions that I want to <laughs> ask, we're going we're gonna to fast track a little bit. So, you know, 
I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a couple of things that I just want to understand from from your experience. You know, staying positive. How important is that when you when you hit the wall? It is the most important thing. Your mindset is everything. If you think you can, you can. But if you think you can't, then you're already out of the game. Fear is a first class ticket to failure. So if you hang out in that space of I can't do this, this is too overwhelming. Like yeah, that that exists. Acknowledge it exists, but then you have to get up. You have to step beyond it. So for positive mindset, it's about surrounding yourself with people that uplift and energize you. And that's where like LinkedIn comes in where you can connect with those people that every day you see their content and you feel uplifted, excited, like you can conquer the world. That is very important. Reading the right books, listening to podcast where you gain clarity and gain that charge to keep going no matter what. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So, the next two questions I have for you um which certainly, you know, I I see it already because like I said, I look at your videos, I look at your posts, you know, I'm I'm an advocate follower, not a stalker, just a follower. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> and uh and certainly helping others along the way this this is a component that i know i could almost answer the question for you but how important is that to you i mean it, it it's something that i've always been curious yeah for me it's all about empowering and inspiring other people to be their best selves it's not enough if at the end of my life i look back and i say well i did well i achieved success I believe we rise by lifting others and so it's all about taking people with you. The world will give you those people. They just show up and there's so much isolation, loneliness, despair in the world. And when you connect with the right people, they can change everything for you. So for me, my purpose is to awaken people to the present moment and help lift them up, help empower them to be them their best selves. And so it's everything to me. It's, it's my calling. I believe that God put me on this earth to empower and inspire other people. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So a great analogy is when one is struck by or should I say stuck in a current and they should not fight against the current, they should go with the flow. This is how to surpass one circumstance to ensure survival. And so you are you are the the classic role model for bouncing back. I mean, at some point in time as our friendship continues to grow, there's so many more stories that I want to tell you without being on a podcast that that I think we have uh, in common through our our prior life experience and I just think it would be it would be uplifting to be able to uh, to talk with you about some of those things. So Judy, uh, we've got a couple minutes. I'm going to give you the floor for any uh, takeaways or, or points of views that you'd like to share with our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Gregory. You know, what's what's interesting and what's important for everyone listening to know is that I'm just I'm not just blowing smoke. Like I've lived this. I was in an abusive relationship. I had to 
hit that wall of recognizing it and making positive, healthy choices for me and my kids to leave that situation. I've been through financial distress. I've been through job changes, you know, even adapting with COVID-19 with all of the shifts and having my kids home in virtual school, they're all walls. And whether it's a big wall or a small wall, you have to give yourself a little grace. You hit a wall. Okay. It's not your fault. It's just what it is. And accepting that, you know, it is what it is. And now what? And, and giving yourself the time to reset as much as you need to. And then when you have, when you feel fresh, get clear on who you are, how you want to show up in the world, what do you want to create? And then energize yourself, surround yourself with people that uplift and inspire you. So each day you can wake up and take just one courageous step toward your goal. And then be committed, deepen your discipline, make things happen. Consistency is key. So when you have clarity, courage, and commitment, anything is possible. Wow. Wow. I'm, whew, man, you're touching my soul over here. I'm feeling, I'm feeling the love. <laughs> you know what, Gregory? What, what it, I think the difference between me and a lot of people out there in the thought leadership world is that I really have done the work. Mm-hmm. I've done it mm-hmm. myself. I'm, I continue to do it. You never really arrive at this place where everything is just perfect. But what you do is you create these habits so the next time it's easier and easier. And as I saw with COVID-19, I was able to like snap and pivot on a dime because I had done it so many times. I've walked through these powerful high performance habits, getting clear on who I am, having the courage to begin again, being committed to that path, the new trajectory for my future, you know, based on what's going on now, what's possible for you. Right. Right. Well, certainly your confidence, your resiliency, your willingness, your strength, your compassion, your drive, your motivation, your determination. I mean, there's just so many adjectives that I could go on and on and on to describe what a great person you are. And so Since we're almost out of time, I'm going to wrap up with just one quick quote before we say goodbye to Judy and our listeners. And that quote basically starts out basically saying, don't waste this time waddling in self-pity. It's time to start again when you hit the wall. You can only do so much while dragging your feet with your head down. You need to look up Stand tall, stand proud, proud of the chance you have to start again. And so to our listeners, this has been outstanding having Judy on this podcast. I mean, this is just, you know, I think it's perfect timing for us to talk about hitting the wall. And Judy, we like to say thank you very much. We certainly appreciate it. To everybody, please be safe out there. God bless. We know it's hard. We know it's difficult, but certainly keep your head up, stay focused. And by all means, Judy, do you want to give our listeners uh, your website or anything like that if they want to reach out to you for for coaching? Yes, absolutely. So 
If you're on LinkedIn, connect with me. It's Julie Ruska. Last name is H-R-U-S-K-A. I'm putting content out every day, Monday through Friday, to encourage you to be your best self. And then my website is PowerfulLeaders, with an S, dot com. And I'd love to see you on there. I'm rolling out an online course, um, virtual learning, entitled now what recreating your life after unexpected circumstances and it goes right in line with this podcast of you hit that wall and now what and i guide you through a process of exercises and videos where you can really do the work to create a life you love excellent 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 well everyone once again thank you very much judy thank you very much this is greg proctor episode 44 hitting the wall have a nice day everyone bye bye